Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. We're shaking, Daniel. Just cruising into fall. It's fall. Sweater vest weather. <laughs> you are banker sweater vest weather. Maybe another week or two I'll get the sleeves. I love it. All I my sweaters. It. Uh, but it's in between. So you do vest. Wonder, you could wear a little t-shirt underneath if you wanted to. But that merino wool against the skin feels dreamy and soft. No Have sleeves. you seen the meme about, you know, it's fall in New York? Finance bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the standard. It's part uh, of the uniform. It is the standard uniform. That's I'm fantastic. I'm going with the, the gray. I love uh, it. I don't know what you call this, gray, whatever. It looks good. Uh, not the Patagonia. Yeah, real sharp. A little, I'm a good-looking man. A little too warm for the, was it the Patagonia? Not sponsored the, by the Patagonia. Ones, you know what I mean? Yeah, so how did uh, Logan do last week? Did well. Rockstar status? Yeah. He's come a long way. people love way. the Logan. People love the Logan? Mm-hmm. We're going to call him the Logan. Yeah. Gotta He's add the on. Logan. Not to be confused with the Daniel eh. or the Quint. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it. How's your training coming? What are you training for these days? Um, nothing now. Uh, we're in. Logan and I talked about this. I think. Oh well, then we can move on. Yeah, it's no, a virtual racing season. So, indoor racing season on Zwift. Um, so yeah, we're in. Did you get any takers on your? Uh, hey, we're gonna do a DIY money ride. I haven't seen any. Well, it's out there. If people want to join, you can uh, hit, hit up Daniel up on, on. What's your What's your handle? It's my name. Daniel Zulno, C-Z-U-L-N-O, C-Z-U-L-N-O, Polish. I mean, that's not part of your handle, but you're Polish. It's just my name. So if you look at the podcast authors, that's my name. Speaking of podcast authors, here's the deal. I'm going to ask, we get a lot of new listeners, and the reason I know that is in your questions, a lot of times people are saying, oh, I found you, you know, a couple months ago. Or they send an email, found you a couple months ago, et cetera. So a lot of you are new listeners, which we love. And that we can tell by the numbers. But we, we need you to do, if you would, we don't ask much of you. If you would go and give us a review, just click the five stars, quick little review, that would be great. It would be of help for sure. It would continue to sort of promote us out there. The algorithms are such that if the reviews fall off, you start to fall in. Even though our numbers are going up, you fall into the abyss. you just forever forgotten. It's no bueno. Anyways, well, I've got a, uh, I've got my race coming up mid late October. And this one is again. Which one? Purdue. That's right. University Purdue. of Purdue. We talked about that last uh, time too. West Lafayette, Indiana. I'm very much looking forward to it. I I think between the last time I I talked about it and this time, I started running with a group that is super fast. Out of my comfort zone, which is exactly what I needed. If you want to get faster, you run with fast people. That's been helpful. So now the goal of breaking 140 is actually in the sights. It's Dang. actually going to be possible. That's blazing. We'll see race day, you know, what you feel and so forth and all that. But it's, I mean, before, if I wouldn't have found this group, there's, there's, just, not, there's just no way I would have done it. I would not have pushed myself on these training, on these runs. Wouldn't have happened. 
Hang out with people you want to be like. That's so true in all facets of life. I'll tell you that much right now. You want to be successful, hang out with successful people. You want to be more positive, hang out with positive people. You want to be in debt up to your eyeballs, hang out with broke people. It's real simple. I share that with my kids all the time. More about your community than much of anything else in life. If you want to learn about money, hang out with us. Hang out with the DIY money folks. With that said, let's go to Haley's got a question. Haley, what do you got? DIY Hi guys, my name is Haley and I currently live in Ohio. I love listening to your show. I have a few questions regarding retirement accounts. In the past few years, I've had to roll over my 401k, my Roth 401k, from my previous suppliers into my own brokerage account, creating two separate accounts, traditional and IRA. My question is, how does it work when the traditional IRA is pre-tax and the Roth IRA is post-tax but the dollars that I can contribute into those accounts are already post-tax dollars. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but should I only be depositing money into my Roth IRA because it's already post-tax dollars? I guess, how does a traditional IRA work if it's deemed to be pre-tax, but I only contribute post-tax dollars? I hope that makes sense. Thanks, guys. Haley, it makes perfect sense. The reality is when you make a contribution to a traditional IRA, it's called pre-tax because, well, it's actually not called pre-tax when you talk about a traditional IRA, but what you are sort of confusing is pre-tax contributions to a 401k. Once it becomes a traditional IRA, yes, you are in fact making post-tax contributions. However, you get a tax uh, break on your return, assuming you don't make too much money. So you get that quote-unquote tax back when you file your tax return. Now, so that's the answer to your question. But I wanted to use this question to highlight a couple things, which I think a lot of people really get confused about. And that is we often on this show talk about the Roth 401k option within a traditional 401k. It is a phenomenal option. Do you remember, Daniel, when they started doing this? Roths in a 401k? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was... Off the top of my head, no. It's been around for a long time, but I feel like it's just over the last couple of years that it's become almost in every 401k we see. It's picked up significantly. Yeah. So what that is, is so, so you, those of you at home, I'm, most of you probably know this, but it is post-tax contributions into a retirement plan. So if you were to look at your pay stub, your contribution in a Roth 401k goes through the line items that are taxed first, and then you put the money in there. However, this is very important. This is what Haley has run into. The company can only make contributions on your behalf to a traditional 401k. So even if you go the Roth 401k option, you are route, you are still going to have a traditional 401k piece, which means when you leave that employer, those two pieces should be kept separate. Now, here's the irony of that. For a while, this was very clunky and people would do rollovers and they would inadvertently combine their Roth 401k and their traditional 401k into one IRA. Oh my God. 
not a Roth IRA. And that created some real issues. Why? Because once they're in there, they have different rules about what happens when they come out of there. So let's go over those briefly. A Roth IRA has no required minimum distribution. Most of you don't care about that right now, but it will be a thing when you get older. So at 72, the government says, hey, you've had money in this thing long enough. You've got to start taking money out. That is not the case with a Roth. That's only the case with a traditional IRA. Number two, the fact that you put money in that's already been taxed, it'll never be taxed again. So if you take money out of a Roth IRA, you won't pay tax on the growth. Why is that a benefit? Because if you're in a higher tax bracket or if taxes go up, you would be paying more in tax dollars to the government. Number three, with a Roth, you actually have the ability to take out your principal without penalty. That's a big deal. So that if you're investing in a Roth and all of a sudden you find that there's a house or a down payment on something or you just need the money for whatever reason, I don't. we don't certainly advise this. This is not a suggestion. But you could get the money out, the contributions, not the growth, the contributions, basically tax and penalty free. I'm sure I'm missing some things in there, but that's the reality. Now, all the way back to your original question, the reason that you're saying, why do they call it post-tax, or sorry, pre-tax when it's actually post-tax, they actually don't call it that with a traditional IRA. That's a rollover term or a term that you're kind of uh, bringing over with you because of the 401k, but you do get a tax, uh, is it a credit? What am I trying to say? I, I say tax benefit, but what are you getting? You're getting a deduction, tax deduction. Yeah. When it's, you make a traditional IRA contribution, most of the time. It's reducing your gross income. Yes. Therefore, reducing what you pay tax on reducing and therefore basically making up the tax that you paid on that money. So in theory, that would make it a deduction, but it's an above-the-line deduction. It's not in uh, – you don't have to itemize to that's get right. it. That's right. So that's – that's important. It'll be a dollar for dollar deduction on your taxes, and so it'll trickle through your taxes. But if you're in a lower ish tax bracket, or you know, if you get a refund here and there of X amount, you might not notice. Depending on how much you're putting in the IRA, you might not notice a big movement in your taxes. So the net effect might feel similar to you um, if you do that. In the same way that you know, if you uh, put money into the traditional 401k side and you get a little bit extra in your paycheck. You know, like you contribute some in each pay period, and then you notice, hey, I'm putting uh, $100 in per pay period, but they took less than $100 out of my check. Well, the reason is is because you're paying also less taxes because you're getting the deduction on that. So it all kind of trickles out. But yeah. What else do we have to add to Haley's question there? Let's see Roth IRAs versus IRAs. Uh, a lot of it just comes down to tax planning. Um, talked about this a few times on the show, just looking at where you are tax rate wise now, potentially where you think you'll be tax rate wise in the future. That for that particular reason, for most people who are in a relatively lower ish tax bracket now, they tend to sway towards the Roths uh, because if you you can only go so much lower in tax brackets effectively, and taxes can only go so much lower in the future. So people in lower tax brackets will generally sort of sway that direction. Uh, the other benefit. Roth IRAs versus IRAs. Uh, if you're maxing both of them out, you will have more net money in your Roth 
uh, IRA because you've already paid the taxes on it versus if you max out your IRA or uh, tra- um, traditional 401k, the you know the tax deductible side, you've maxed it out, but you will eventually then have to pay taxes on that. So uh, it's hard to illustrate without you know pen and paper, but effectively, if you're putting money in the Roth, you've you've contributed all the way up to your annual max, you've paid taxes outside of the the Roth IRA uh, to compensate for the difference. If you max out your traditional IRA, you've taken a tax deduction, but when then you go to take that money out, you'll have to deduct taxes on on uh, what's being distributed. So. There you go. Simple little uh, rule of thumb there. The last thing I want to leave you with, Haley, and any listener out there, is just a little bit of uh, discussion regarding the markets. Now, we're cutting this uh, September, late September 2022. And for those of you listening years out or months out, uh, the just kind of situation we're in. Markets are falling basically every day. We're in an environment where we're grappling with high inflation. We have a Federal Reserve that is raising interest rates, a lot of challenges within the markets. And this is, for many investors out there, probably one of the very first times you might be going through a bear market, a significant market decline. And I will tell you, this is a, a great psychological opportunity for you. And I know that's hard to kind of fathom in this in this uh, environment when you see your accounts going down daily. But the reality is, is that over the course of your investing life, this will not be the last time that you see something like this, you face something like this. And I could tell you from personal experience that every time it'll be slightly different. And every time you will have no idea how in the world we will come out of such a environment such as this. And right now, I hear a lot of very intelligent people saying the same thing. What I can tell you, though, is you have to remember you are investing in businesses, owner operators that are working every day to try and create increased value for their shareholders. They have to continue to operate those businesses, whether we go through a recession, whether we go through good times, high interest rates, low interest rates, etc. The stock price is a public perception of what people think is going to basically happen in the future with that business. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But the reality is, is that we have to remember, and even if you're buying the S&P 500, or a target date fund that owns a variety of index-based investments, at the end of the day, you are investing in corporations that are providing goods and services primarily to American public, right? Many of them are multinationals, but companies that you use every single day. Do not lose sight of that. I think that's very, very important. The stock market is one of the only places where things go on sale, people tend to run away. That doesn't happen in any other environment. We run away because we see our portfolios going down. We want to kind of clench our fists and hold on to that money. You have to remain patient. You have to remain disciplined. And more, most importantly, you have to look at the very, very long term. This has happened before. Declines in the market, bear markets. It will happen again. If you are a successful investor over a long period of time, you will go through many of these. And I can personally tell you it doesn't get much easier. They, in fact, get a little bit more difficult uh, because your portfolio grows, and therefore you're seeing larger declines on a dollar basis. Anything you have to add to that, Daniel? No, I think that covers it. This is a great opportunity for younger people to continue to dollar-cost average, invest. 
Take care of your balance sheet. This is exactly why months and months ago during the opportunities where things were great and people were getting money, we still stayed true to our principle of paying off debt, staying fiscally responsible, staying on a budget, etc. This is a great opportunity in order to invest in great American businesses that are trading now at much better prices than they were just a few months ago. Doesn't mean we're going to not bottom anytime. You know, we, who knows when that's going to happen. But the reality is stay on your path, stay on your trajectory, and don't make emotional decisions. Give it up for Haley. Haley, thanks so much for that question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Uh, what she did was send us an audio question. Please keep them coming. Drop an audio question through your phone to our email podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. And remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. And most importantly, do it for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.